they knowingly, in this case, all right, so they oppose you, and it's because your view on Scripture, your point to Scripture. Um, but let's say they have, you know, a secular idea or a societal idea today or whatever, or their denomination's teaching that's not found in the Bible, whatever it is, whatever the source mm -hmm. is, but it's alien to the Scriptures, and you say it's in the Bible, and they're like, yeah, I don't care about that, though. <laughs> I mean, you're not a Christian. You might think you are because you believe in God, but you're not a Christian because you don't follow or abide by Christian doctrine. You can't say you're a Christian and then disregard Christian doctrine. It doesn't make sense. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies, real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, guys, welcome back to Acts 242 Podcast. I'm Keith. Uh, today, we finally have some of the podcast group back with us. Uh, we've got uh, TJ, you know. Say what's up to the people. What's that in it? In it? <laughs> <laughs> and we got uh, my highly esteemed first lady of the home now. Um, let me stop. <laughs> pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> um, this one was your topic. Um, this is something you want to discuss, you kind of threw out there and, um, you know, I'll let you, you know, let you take it from here. But what we, you know, want to, want to talk about is, um, you know, kind of Christians opposing the Bible and Christians dealing with Christians and yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so Shrey, tell us a little bit, you know, like where you, where that quick question comes from. Um, well, I was noticing like more and more that, uh, my, how do I put it? Like my, uh, conversations with, uh, fellow Christians were becoming more and more, uh, I'm about to say disagreeable, that's the word, um, and about things that I thought were basic. And then instead of us, like, uh, our common knowledge, sorry, and instead of us just sitting and talking about it, it seems as though they got angry um, and was basing opinions and beliefs based on how they felt rather than the Bible. So whenever I would come with, well, the Bible says this, or the Bible doesn't say that, instead of us both agreeing that, yeah, these words say this verbatim, or yeah, that's nowhere in the Bible, um, they're just kind of like, I'll use myself personally, tearing me apart for pointing out, well, this says this in the Bible. I thought we're all supposed to be on the same page. And instead of it being that way, it seems as though that, that we just get attacked, or I just get attacked for pointing out what scripture says or pointing out what it doesn't say that we're doing. Right. And it doesn't say it in the Bible, like, you know, so. Would, and I realize we're just eating each other up. So. Okay. I think there's people that do it knowingly. Like, people that they knowingly, in this case, all right, so they oppose you, and it's because your view on Scripture, your point to Scripture. Um, but let's say they have you know, a secular idea or a societal idea today or whatever, or their denomination's teaching that's not found in the Bible, whatever it is, whatever the source mm -hmm. is, but it's alien to the scriptures. And you say it's in the Bible and they're like, yeah, I don't care about that though. <laughs> I mean, you're not a Christian. You might think you are because you believe in God, but you're not a Christian because you don't follow or abide by Christian doctrine. You can't say you're a Christian and then disregard Christian doctrine. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Mm. 
Mm. I don't know. I I try to be careful. Um, not to criticize you, Sheree, but I try to be careful before I jump to, oh, you're not saved then, or you're not Christian, or you're not. No, that's not a, I, that's, I'm not. Uh, you're saying, no, you're, saying you're not practicing as a Christian ought to. That's not what you're a Christian does. You're not a practicing does. Christian. Let me say that. You're not a practicing Christian. You confess with your mouth. You did. You denied, well, the teaching, but you confess with your mouth, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe you are a Christian because you claim yourself to be. I, I think... I think what you're, I don't know what I was trying to kind of clean it up for you. Um, if I could, you know, it, it's just, that's not what a Christian does. So, or you, I, I think what you're saying, you're not trying to strip away the whole like identity of salvation, right? No, no what do you mean by that? The way you say that? Um, you're not, you're not, you're not claiming they're not saved. I don't, it depends. So, whether it's the rapture, the grave, whatever happens, Christ ain't getting them. They're going to flames. <laughs> Man, it depends. Like, seriously, it really does. I'm just, so, and that's, on this one thing alone, the fact that you say that's not in the Bible, and they're like, whatever. It's what my pastor no, says. No, I won't say that. I won't say right, that. Right, right. And it's important to ask yourself that question, though. <clears throat> but, I, but I get when you say, that's not a Christian. You know what I mean? You know, that's not a Christian. That's not what Christians do. That's not what we're supposed to do. Um, now, if you took it further, it was like, oh, well, they're going to hell. Then you would then not be a Christian. That's not a Christian either, you know, <laughs> to judge, you know, something either before it's time or to judge, you know, um, uh, I don't want to say unrighteously because it sounds too biblically, you know, religious, but you got to judge righteous judgment. I hate the things like, they're, they're scriptures. <laughs> but the things we all say arguing against each other. Well, you're not rightly mm -hmm. dividing. You got to discern, you know, well, how do you know you are? Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Oh, that's that was my so problem. You got the revelation. <laughs> you got the revelation. Got you. I didn't realize I was the one that wasn't rightly dividing. Now that you've told me, I get it, you know. but um, Deep study. Deep study. Got to have a deep study. Right. Um, so anyway, but... Now, but people do that, right? People do that knowingly and reject that you say it's not in the Bible. And maybe it's you they don't care about. I mean, we don't care what you think. But um, if you say it's not in the Bible or you say that's contrary to scriptures, you have Christians oppose you um, and knowingly reject the information or the invitation to correct it in scripture, right? Hello? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't hear anything. I'm like, hello? Anyone there? So I know we've done. I, mean, I think that's a good point, though, um, pointing out how, you know, sometimes it is, it's not the critique or the response, you know, the rebuttal to what they believe, but rather the person bringing it. You know, cause we've dealt with it before. Um, there were many things, especially uh, once we first got saved, that when we, we would say things, you know, and people would, would outright reject it. Mm -hmm. And the pastor would say that very thing that very week, and it was standard ovations, you know, and and grand revelation. And it's like, wait a minute, we just we just said that, you know. Um, so it it's it's not a coincidence that the same people who rejected what was said are also the same ones who 
were initially opposed to us anyway. You know, so I don't think it's a matter of them rejecting scripture as much as rejecting the person in many cases. You know, um, wouldn't that, and isn't that like that we bring? Isn't that like ad hominem? You know, yeah. Where you're fighting against, you're attacking the person. You know, you're rejecting the information based on the person, right? And then and the character of the person. You know, however you perceive the person, but you reject information because of who's bringing it. And and let's say the the biggest scumbag in the world. You know, ignorant fool. You know, whatever is is um terrible about him. But let's say it is coming through that person. You recognize that. Um, is there anything wrong with saying, well, the 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 idea that they had, the information or the claim or whatever it was, but, you know, those two things aren't synonymous. The person and the idea are two different things, but I get, you see it's packaged. The message is packaged through this messenger, but isn't the, the idea, the claim, the scripture, whatever it is, isn't it true or false? You know, it stands alone, right? Without the messenger as either true or false. Because the person can be noble. It can be the opposite way around. And the person can be an angel from heaven. But if they speak a lie, it's still a lie, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We see, I would say we see biblically where a man of honor, you know, a, 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 a man who was at least perceived to be a prophet, you know, spoke words in the name of the Lord to the young prophet. And the young prophet received it based on the messenger. And that got him killed because it caused him to go directly against what the Lord has spoken. Right. You know, um, but I mean, considering that, you know, we, we know a little bit about, about um, psychology and, and how people hold on to views. Um, I don't think that to them, it is possible to separate the message from the messenger. You know, I think they're because it's it's not possible for them yet to separate them from their views. Mm -hmm. So just like they have made their views their person, they've done the same thing with with um, their counterpart. You know, with their enemy or whoever they're opposing. So the enemy's views cannot be considered because it's the enemy. So therefore, their views are evil as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, no matter how how sound the, the the argument or the position, it doesn't matter because it's them. But that same argument can come from someone else and they'll accept it because of who the individual is. So now they've associated the argument with the individual that it's coming from rather than it being a standalone engine. Correct. That's a tough process to get to get by. You know, you gotta actually sit down and and deal with little things and show them with little things, you know, things that they don't hold so dearly. You know, get get them to reason through those things and and little by little you know uh, we've gotten here because we we were accustomed to saying you know what yeah we thought this but i don't know about that check this out you know and saying yeah we were completely wrong about that you know and doing that over and over and over again so now it's the point where we'll pretty much let anything go when it can be thoroughly disproven you know by um evidence you know by research or or um, information but not a lot of people have that I can understand why, you know, you, you've been living uh, like a certain way your whole life. You had a belief your whole life. Um, you was raised with this belief and everything. And then somebody comes along and says, um, you, this is wrong. Everything you believed is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, 
on a certain topic or a certain subject, this is wrong, or no, you're not really saved. That's probably a really hard one to, to, to swallow. You know what I mean? You thought you was good your entire life. Um, you know, so I could understand why, why, why there will be some pushback when somebody comes and tells you, you know, something you believe your whole life is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand that. My quarrel or my issue is not proving it. Like just going off and saying, well, I don't care. Like it's, I believe, I feel, I think it's this, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and instead of just looking into it to see if he was even right, like, you know what I mean? You're, you're attacked like right off the gate. Like that's, that's where I'm coming from as far as Christians attacking Christians when we should be coming together, looking at it together. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm telling you you're wrong, but maybe I'm actually wrong. Let's look into it instead of just lashing out mm-hmm. and like, you know, just coming at that fellow brother or sister. I, I think I probably had two cordial conversations with people on something that we disagreed on. Like other than that, it was just attacks. You know what I mean? Against the character, not the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Against my character or something like that, you know? So uh, that's, I guess that's that's my issue. That's where I'm coming from now. Like I said, I can understand believing something your whole life and then being told you wrong. Right. But let's do this together. Let's figure out if this is right together. And maybe Don't- maybe it's our approach too. Like if we come from a position of, uh, hey, uh, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I have a tendency to do, and I know uh, Neil has said it before. You know, he's blunt. You know, like that's dumb. You know, no, nah, that's dumb. You're not, you're not got that. You know, um, and just being direct and saying things like that. If there's no tact or no, uh, um, yeah, tact. You know, gentleness and and kind of wisdom. Like if I just say the thing you believe your whole life, yeah, it's trash. It's wrong. How do you think <laughs> so? Like I know, I know. I'm just saying how I can come off, you know? And if I do that, I gave that person no chance to hear me. Mm -hmm. It'd be fair. You know, there's responsibility on both sides of a discussion. Um, I push them to the defensive place, which closed their ears. But if I Mm -hmm. say, which I tend to do now, I do it for two reasons. Cause I don't want to just get in your face and be like, yo, that's dumb. That's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's not in the Bible, you know? Cause I know what it's going to do. Uh, I don't want to push you to that place, but I also know there's a strong chance I'm wrong. I've, mm-hmm. I now have the life experience of being wrong many times biblically. And now, so when I deal with it, I put a pin in, the, in, the, in my confidence. I'm like, uh, I'll put it like this. I can't find that in scripture. You know, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that's in there. You know, I, I really don't know where that belief comes from. And it's really more inquisitive than it is um, not nah, fam. Your pastor's wrong, son. <laughs> you know, he wasn't even called by God. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All over, you know, whether or not to be baptized or whether or not to, you know, I don't even know. Drink uh, grape juice or wine. And all of a sudden, men ain't called by God. You know, uh, we go we go straight to the to the jugular, you know, real quick. You ain't saved. So I don't know. I just wanted to just want to chime in. I think a lot of times we got to keep in mind um, that that we share some of the burden, you know, we share some of the accountability if we deal with it wrong. And you can say it perfect and they still don't care. That's a different story. Mm -hmm. I think there's also to be considered um, the idea of a Christian. 
you know, and namely, what is their idea of a Christian? You know, um, what things are they are they taught a Christian does and does not do? Because, um, for example, you know, when you, you look at Catholics and you look at Jehovah's Witnesses, especially if you attempt attempt to consider anything outside of what they're teaching you, mm-hmm. they will cast you off. There's a great fear there, you know, um, to even entertain the idea that what they believe or teach is incorrect mm-hmm. because that that is now that's them willingly putting themselves in, in a position to where they ostracize themselves and, and and just fellowship themselves from their own family, you know, from the people that they've that they've grown, you know, um, grown with spiritually or or whatever, uh, in many cases to consider something different than what they've been taught is, is castration, you know? Um, so I, I think that that should be castration. They cut themselves <laughs> off. <you know>? <laughs> 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 They're cutting themselves uh, off, you know? Um, Sheesh. <laughs> and that, that has to be remembered. You know, there's, there's something there that's, that's anchoring them to the belief, you know, to the teaching. Um, there are, you know, quote, signs that we all see. You know, it's like um, the whole full moon thing. The full moon doesn't have any bearing on behavior. At best, it's, it's, it's extremely minimal. But people recognize things that happen during the full moon more than they recognize things that don't happen. You know, more than they consider how much does not happen on full moons. Right. So they see the same thing with their faith. They believe a thing. You know, and it's like, well, like the law of attraction. Well, you believe, you know, that you got a car coming. And so you work hard for it. And uh, half a year goes by, you have no car. But that day that you actually say with the money, you get the car, you think it's a law of attraction. It's like, well, no, this is just hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're associating um, things together. So they're seeing their faith work in many different areas. So you saying that something is wrong when they have, quote, experienced it to be true, right. you know, that's another reason why um, it's, it's, they're reluctant to, to even consider what yeah. you're saying. And I think there are many different areas like that where there's so many, there are so many variables that aren't being considered as to why they're holding on to that belief. So instead of, which is honestly like an epiphany for myself, um, but instead of criticizing the belief, understanding why they believe that, you know, and what things are, are, are causing them to hold on to that and then trying to assess if it's even worth taking up that gauntlet, you know, to, to, um, traverse that, uh, terrain. Right. Right. And again, I mean, it's, it's coming from, uh, a, a self-aware, you know, accountability, you know, let me come at them this way. Let me, let me approach Mm -hmm. it this way of, of understanding why do you hold that belief? And, um, like I said, not coming straight for the jugular and casting them off, you know, mm-hmm. for being wrong. Um, and I think the only reason I say, said that before was because I don't think at the time, I don't think any of us would have thought about that necessarily. It's just, it was real clear to me. The Bible says, mm-hmm. why do I have to say that nicely? Why do I have to worry about how or why you got those views or how you feel about me or the Bible says this? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Can we can we deal with that part? Like, why does the Bible say? Is it is it just those other things we talked about 
that make them not want to hear you or or like does the phrase the bible says or doesn't say is that imperative to 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 christians i mean i don't think so um i think again it depends on the on the interpretation of what a christian is you know we view christian as being someone who studies his word you know um has a love for his word has a love for the for the lord you know who actually knows the lord who has been saved by the lord so we have a criteria of things that we believe should be housed within a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they receive the word with all readiness to mind and search the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Um, you know, getting you know the, the engrafted word and and desiring the sincere milk of the word. And we have, you know, Testaments of the Patriarch, which teaches that you can tell the sons of God by their love for the word, you know, their love for scripture. Um, excuse me. Um, but that's not their idea of what a Christian is. Mm-hmm. So to say the Bible says, it really doesn't mean much to them. Right. Because they don't have that esteem in the scriptures, period. You know, um, so it's not it's not their their reference point. It's not their authority. Mm-hmm. You know? Their hearts and, are. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's what I want to do and what I can, what I can allow through vague scriptural support you know um by taking some scripture and using that so i can go out here like i uh, wish above all things you prosper and be in health so i'm gonna use that you know and i'm gonna go out and do whatever i want because the lord just wishes that i prosper you know so by any means necessary the lord wants me to prosper and that makes way for prosperity gospel and you know um if you don't have it it must be sin you know so we use and i'll say we as a body because i think it's I think it's it's rampant. I think it's something that that is that is um, easily seen and, and stretches across the every denomination. You know where we use scripture to our benefit and for and it's it's, it's momentary. Um, whatever we like at that moment, you know whatever we want for that moment, mm-hmm. and we change it. Um, but oh, we we're, don't we're, even look at scripture. It's just how we feel. No, and yeah. what we believe. And a lot of times, it doesn't it's not matter. Even, yeah, it doesn't matter. So it's more, it's not to kind of use loosely. It's not acknowledging him and letting him direct our path. It's us walking and saying, Lord, follow me. Mm-hmm. You know, let me right. reach in the scripture and see what I can get, you know, to 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 a lot to, to kind of put my mind at ease with the thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know. But just to kind of hit it more um directly. I don't think the scriptures are their authority. I don't think that they view the scriptures as being authoritative. And that wouldn't be an issue if they, if people actually cared about knowing the Lord and hearing his voice. Because if the Lord is guiding you, then I believe that he'll guide you in the way of scripture. You know, he'll guide you in his, uh, that you, that, that no man should teach you, you know, he'll lead you. And it won't contradict scripture, but you'll still have that love for scripture and, and, and reverence for scripture. But when that's not your reference point, when the Lord himself isn't the reference point, mm-hmm. then it should be scripture. Right. You know, but we've gotten so far away from scripture, from the spirit of the Lord, to where we now have most of our faith in men, you know, and in the things that men have taught us. Um, so the scripture is kind of like just that thing that sits there until Sunday morning. You know, we pick it up just to follow along. And when that's your faith, then I don't believe you 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 view the scriptures as having any type of authority. Right. 
And you said, you know, you went to the men and I was getting ready to go there too. You know, it, the, the responsibility, both the praise, you know, and the blame always goes to a leader. You know, if you do well, you know, if people do well, you get praise for it. If, if you don't do well, you get, you get the blame for it, right? Um, so it's not just to put blame, but there is accountability on the leadership's, you know, uh, side or on their hands or whatever, that, that most of this is either learned or conditioned, like, like behavior and an approach to the Christian faith, to, to church, to whatever. Um, when it's coming from the top, when it's coming from, when the leaders do the same thing, what I'm saying, you can't be surprised that the, that the layman, you know, the average Christian, um, doesn't deal with the scriptures uh, more authoritatively as it pertains to their life, their beliefs, their ideas, their views, whatever. Um, that's not the example they're given. We know a lot of, a lot of church, you know, nowadays, a lot of the Christian faith is law of attraction and um, prosperity and name it and claim it. And you know what I mean? The God who has to follow you, who has to obey you, who you command and he gives, um, which we've dealt with that in other podcasts. But um. When that's the majority of the faith, it's it's really, really hard. You know, it's really hard to have a conversation with a Christian and to deal with the authority authority of the scriptures, you know, and, and the truth in scripture that they're like, nah, my truth is this, or, mm-hmm. you know, my belly tells me that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they're essentially saying is this is what suits me, you know, and, but again, it's, I think a lot of times it's coming from leadership, even if it's not the prosperity pastors, but a lot of the pastors on Sunday morning, they either just like loosely reference scripture or reference it and move on and then start saying whatever the heck they want to say, rather than, you know, letting the scriptures unfold and, and, uh, uh, explain or expound on themselves, you know, or they become the inspiration. I don't know how to phrase it, but instead of the inspiration, being the source and knowing and finding the context of that story, they'll take it and take the authority and leverage the authority of the scripture and then make it say whatever fits their purpose. And mm-hmm. this is what you're getting from the leaders. So if the leader can do it, kind of why can't I? And it's not, I don't think this is on a co- uh, conscious level, um, but it's just the everyday practice, but it's, it's, it definitely starts at the top. Um, so what, I don't know, what do you guys think? As far as, because uh, I, I see I see this happen on two fronts, right? Um, and I think some people doing it knowingly, and they're just rejecting, you know, whatever. They're rejecting you, what you're saying. It doesn't matter. Um, and some people kind of do it unknowingly. So I do want to say that. I, some people don't know. And I want to be clear that, like, in none of the podcasts that I'm dealing with, even though it can get a little rough sometimes, um, if a person listening, like us, you know, having done the same thing, has closed your ears and argued a dogma that, you know, was given to you by your church, your denomination, your pastor. I'm not casting you off. All I'm saying is be careful, you know, be careful of these pitfalls. Like we should, we shouldn't be opposing each other. We shouldn't be the ones fighting each other. We should be the ones sitting down to reason with each other. We should be the ones willing to hear each other. If someone says that's not our faith, that's not the Christian faith. That's not what the scripture says. That's not what the Lord said. That's not what the apostle said. That's not what the prophet said. That should perk up our ears and say, really? Well, hold mm-hmm. on. where are you coming from? Like, I want to, I'm going to see that, you know? Right. Um, I think it takes what you said T, which is to let go of ideas, you know? Um, but nonetheless, you know, so, but I think it happens on two fronts. One is religious and one is like secular. So, 
on the religious side, let's do with the religious side first and tell me that you haven't experienced something like this, right? And it's coming, it, it comes straight. I think it's like Matthew 15 is might where the story is found, where the Pharisees had a problem with Jesus's disciples and said, how come your, your disciples uh, don't wash their hands? You know, they had the custom of washing their hands and stuff before dealing with the, you know, and it's like, all right, so they didn't do the tradition, right? They didn't do it the right way. And what was his response to them? Excuse me. Both of you know it. Why know. do you, why does your traditions transgress, transgress the commandments no. of God? The commandments of God. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you're worried about them not following your rules or the way you guys do it your way. Your way transgresses mm-hmm. the commandment of God. God didn't didn't tell you, nor does he allow or condone you doing this and then putting restraints and telling other people they must do it this way. Look, if you want to wash mm-hmm. your, I think it's good to wash your hands before you deal with pots. I don't know why they did it. I'm really not that knowledgeable <laughs> on the, the, the probably the uh, Talmud, you know, teaching that. That's probably where they got it from because um, that was their faith, their own mm-hmm. bellies in the Talmud, not the Torah. But they weren't, this thing that they were challenging with wasn't because they weren't following Moses, wasn't because they weren't following the Torah and the law. It was because they weren't following the customs that the elders mm-hmm. were telling them to do, you know, and you guys know, look, anyone that knows us, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather not mince words. I don't like throwing shade or defaming character, but this is a problem we've had, you know, mm-hmm. periodically. No, I'm not going to follow your made up stuff. I'm not challenging you. I'm not disrespecting you. I follow the Lord. I follow his commands in, in the scriptures. And we've faced that. It's the church law. Versus the scriptures. So you're holding two books that are conflicting with each other and you don't see the paradox. You don't see, you know, it's like, as far as the faith is concerned, it's like you sh- you should be in a time warp of another realm right now. Those two things should never be competing against each other, you know? But I think this is what happens on a Christian level, just brother to brother all the time. You know, you're just saying what God said. They've got their own customs in their own way that they're, you know, opposing you with. The secular one. Society, right? Like, double think. Trying to take a societal view um, and mashing it in scripture, you know, mm-hmm. or taking a societal view as being more moral than scripture and then saying, look, that was for those people, they were whatever, and whatever the reason is, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I have very little tolerance for people who profess to be Christian, placing modern um, standards, whether societal or, you know, evolved morale or morals, you know, over what the scripture actually states. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me as much when people who don't profess to be Christian do it because you're not professing to, to represent the Lord or the the prophets, the apostles, you know, those found in scripture. Right. You're not you're not putting yourself out there as a representative of scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, as a holder of the mysteries. You're just putting yourself out there as someone who, you know, questions, you know, the scriptures and you kind of feel like this is more moral than that. And we can have that discussion. But when Christians do it, it's it makes me question um, if you view anything as being absolute. Like, is there anything that's concrete 
or is everything up for change? You know, depending on mm-hmm. the pathway that society is going on. You know, because I've seen Christians who literally um, have advocated for the acceptance and promotion of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and not like let them live their life, more like say nothing about it, you know, um, and let them be heads of churches while living that way. What do you, you know, think? Like, All right, well, my fault. Go ahead. My fault. No, I wasn't going to say much. Just, you know, if that's, if we can do it there, even though we have scripture that expressly points to um, God's rejection of such uh, a behavior, you know, um, not individuals, because Lord knows we've all done some things that um, we should probably, we should have probably been rejected, you know, for, but it rejects the behavior, you know. Um, but if you're if you're willing to rationalize and and yep. to maneuver around the scripture, justify to condone justify. such there, then everything's up for for debate and everything's up for um for the switch. Right. So no one's really wrong then. You know, there's nothing absolute here. There's nothing solid yep. that we can actually point to and stand on. Right. So then, how is there an Almighty? How is there one lawgiver? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How is there one God of all mankind? Now, we're all basically gods. Now we're co-equal. We just identify truth of whatever we want and, and cherry pick, you know. And that's why I said before that I, I, if that's what people want to do, they're free to do that. But then as it pertains to this, like we can talk about the birds chirping and we can talk about whatever else you want. Um, but as it pertains to things in this faith, we have nothing to discuss. There's, there's, mm-hmm. and it really no point. Why frustrate you and why frustrate me? Because it's that concept that we have to get on the same page before we can talk about anything else. You need to know that. I've, I, I, I borrowed this from Crowder, and and I, I've truly adapted this. That if I see we're too far apart, I exit. Mm-hmm. We cannot meet. We cannot until we fix the things that are not, you know, the same. Um, I was gonna say Jacob Prash, uh, but he had mentioned. Uh, the falling away, you know, the apostasy that was prophesied. He was like, don't call it the Catholic church. You can't fall away when you never were. You know, they never were the church. They never were in the faith period. They they hijacked it by name and then made up their own. But he was like, it's going to be Protestants. So, but then when Christian churches neglect the scriptures and then, like you say, find a way around it, find a way to, to uh, try to um, undermine the teaching or the authority or the application mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I would agree with Jacob in that sense. That is apostasy. That is you departing. Apostasy um, means departing from the faith, you know, leaving the faith, going your own direction. And that's part of that. You know, that's part of you doing that. What I'm saying is it comes from us. It's not the Catholics we got to worry about. It's not their idolatry. It's our idolatry. It's the pri- It's the actual church, the, you know, the, the Christian, not the Vatican worshiper, you know, that is in danger of falling, you know, into these heresies, into these um, opinions, really. That's what that is. You know, I think what's really sad is that I think I've come to a conclusion that if something would have happened, like the stank hits the fan and, you know, Christians are being turned in and stuff like that, I'm thoroughly convinced I'm going to be turned in by another Christian. Like, I felt like... Of course. The scripture says that. That's my demise. <laughs> yeah. 
is going to be a professing Christian. Who turned in Judas? <laughs> or uh, Jesus. Judas did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I told you straight the other day, Rome didn't want nothing to do with Christ until the Jews brought him to them and said, yo, do something with this guy. He's breaking your mm -hmm. laws. Yeah. I think that's why it's important to, like you said earlier, manage the expectation. You know, if you're expecting for Christians to to be what we would consider ideal, we already have the wrong mm -hmm. expectation. So when they do fail us, which they will, um, it'll hurt more than what it should. You know, because we've, we've placed improper expectations on people, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and it happens all the time in relationships. When people hurt you, it 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 most of the time the hurt is that we place so much esteem on that individual. Right. Not necessarily the deed that they did. Right. You know, because had someone we didn't respect did that same thing to us, we'd be like, all right, cool, well, I expected that. Right. You know, but when it's someone that that you place on this pedestal who does it, it it hurts a lot more because we place them on this pedestal. You know, but when we can kind of neutralize the expectation and, and kind of bring it down some, you know, to a a um a reasonable and 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 bring in the proper focus mm -hmm. you know and know that yeah it was the judas that gave up christ it was the jews mm -hmm. the same ones that he had walked among and healed yep that it gave him up yep. you know um that said no we'll take the murderer and they were allowed they 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 were led that way of their leaders you know um I think when we when we have that expectation, then it, it becomes it becomes easier for us to to deal with the um, the thought of them giving us up and thinking they do God a service. Yeah. You know, putting things in the proper perspective, like you've done, then, and you talked about this in the podcast we did um, about praying for your enemies. Then you can be in the mindset to pray for them. Mm -hmm. Then and only then, once you put things in their you know proper uh, context biblically and understood them, then you can say, "All right, I, I get it," you know, I, "I get it," and then have sympathy for Judas, you know, in a sense, mm -hmm. or empathy. Excuse me. I hope we don't have sympathy, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but um, but expect it and and be okay. Um, these things are ordained by God, so it's not something that we should be frustrated at. You know what I mean? Um, it's something that we should manage expectations first, understanding, um, and, and it, that dictates our approach. So, yep. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, if they hated him, they'll hate you. Have they to hate you because they hate him. Yep. I have to keep mm -hmm. telling myself. And I say it. I say it because it's true. But then I'm like, yeah, but someone is hearing this. <laughs> and no, they hate you because of you. Yeah. <laughs> so... Take that with a grain of salt. If there's someone listening, always analyze you. And Sheree, you're my wife. You know, you have to know I'm always saying, well, man, why do people do this? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I did this. Maybe I'm a big jerk and, and I did that. You know, that, that's, a, that's a strong, I, I probably did. You know, whatever the situation, maybe I did something to him rubbed him the wrong way. In a lot of cases, maybe if you talk to him, they're like, I don't know what he's talking about, you know. Um, but I immediately put that kind of that... Uh, I temper my approach, basically, and say, wait a minute, have I done this right, though? Before I justify myself with scripture, you know, mm -hmm. have you asked yourself, you know, what role do you play? Are you in the scriptures? Are you doing it right? Uh, which many, many times I've been in the wrong. So um, just that one caution. But I, if as long as we're double checking, you know, 
uh, considering how we're dealing with it, then then it's 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 a matter that there's nothing you can do about it. It's the will of God. They hate him. They'll hate you. They did it to him. They'll do it to you. And all right, guys. Well, if you listened, um, <laughs> please let us know in the comments um, what your thoughts are, or what your experiences are. You know, with that, because nothing nothing's better than another testimony of someone saying, "Man, mm-hmm. I deal with it too." You know, um, and here's how I deal with it. Here's what I try to remember. So. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, if whether you're listening or watching, you can listen or watch, you know, uh, this and more, axe2142.com. Thank you. <laughs>